Hello, welcome to Faith Talks. This is Devin McCaskill. And this is Pastor Kelsey. We are back with another installment of our summer series that we have entitled The Hot Seat. Can you make like a sizzle sound effect? Oh, perfect. Perfect. Devin, can I tell you, I missed you last week, man. Yeah, I miss you guys too. Yeah, it was fun talking with Denitra, but I'm excited to have you back, my co-host and my my co-host homie. Yeah, homies for life. Homies for life. Um, I'm super excited to be able to hear the conversation that you're getting ready to have. We are joined today by special guest, Pastor Madison. Ooh, emphasis. Madison Groves. She is a uh, literally a lifelong or has been a lifelong member of our church, Eastern Assembly of God. And today, Devin is going to be bringing her to the hot seat. He is going to be talking with her about her experience growing up in church, uh, the, the good, the bad, and everything in between. I'm excited. Let's jump into it. All right. Welcome, Madison. We got you on the podcast finally. So usually we start off with a bunch of fun questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So these are random, literally off the Internet. So the first question is, what would you name your boat if you had one? My boat? A boat. What kind of question (laughs) is that? These these are like fun off the top. You got to... Mine would be probably like Leprechaun number two. Like, why would it be Leprechaun number two? I don't know. Why not? Um, I would probably do something like cool with like the ocean or something, like Fish Finder. Fish Finder. Yeah. All right, here we go. Throwing somebody on the bus on this one. Who is the messiest person you know? Messiest. He is pointing to Pastor Kelsey. <laughs> I would not say Pastor Kelsey. Um, I would probably say. Oh, yeah, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. It's not me. I'm pretty organized. But I would probably say, I don't know, Carly, my sister, can be a little uh, messy. Okay, okay. What is the dumbest way you've been injured? Um, I tripped over a box coming out of my room. And I have had nonstop, like, I must have hurt, like, my ribs or something. And I've had nonstop, like, rib pain ever since. Jeez, you might have to get that checked (laughs) out. All right, what is your biggest screw-up in the kitchen? Like, have you ever, like, burnt something in the microwave, like popcorn or something? Um... I put a, a pot, like a pot of water, like a kettle mm-hmm. on the stove and I never went back and got it. And so by the time I realized that I had left it on there, I went and checked it and all the water was gone. So it had been on there for quite a little while Jeez. and the bottom of it was burnt. That's how you ruin a kettle right there. All right. So now we're headed into the questions for you, Madison. Um, n- we know that you've been in the church your whole life. Mm-hmm. Now, growing up into the church, do you feel as though church prepared you for your life now and career yeah so i am it now i just got the job as a children's pastor and so church has definitely helped me in that as i've been able to serve in kids ministry and been able to take things that i've done like my whole life to be able to prepare me for my job now and so i've definitely seen like it has definitely helped me um in preparing me for that yeah most definitely do you think like Being a children's pastor now, I know you just stepped into it, but like, I know you were in college before. Was Mm -hmm. it like a big step to go from, what were you going to college for? So I was supposed to be going to college for like a medical, like in metal, for a medical field position. And so kind of flip-flopping from medical to ministry, it was like a big like turnaround. But 
even though it was like a big turnaround, I think like ministry has been something that like I've always kind of like had my hand in. And so I've kind of been familiar with it like all my life. And so it wasn't like completely like shock, like a like a shocker. Okay. Okay. So growing up in church, tell me about some struggles that tested your faith faith, and how you persevered. Growing up in the church? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say probably thinking about it. Um, one of the biggest struggles is like because you're in church or like I was in church like every Sunday, every Wednesday I was here growing up. I like was just surrounded by like, hey, like God is good and what she is. But like then like going into like hard times where like I had like quite a few people that I knew like pass away really young. And I was like I started like questioning like, well, how is God so good if all this bad stuff is happening? I think like any person would question that. But yet in the church, I always felt like, okay, well, yeah, like this happened. God's going to work through it. It'll be fine. Like you have to um, like you kind of have to like act polite to God. And so I always like would struggle with like the basic like faith questions like, okay, well, if God's so good, why did he do this? And I would feel like I couldn't question God or couldn't get those like questions out because I was just supposed to know like I was supposed to know that like I've grown up in church you're, you're supposed to know that hey God's good like he's gonna work in this situation and so I felt like I was never like able to like question that or in my like prayers or anything I was never like able to like get angry to God or kind of like take my anger out or like say like well like God why is this happening or things like that and so it would start like struggling because then I felt like I was like two-sided like okay well I have all these questions over here but hey I'm not allowed to have that in my relationship with God because it's not supposed to be that way and so growing up I like that was something that like I struggled with but I felt like it came from constantly being in the church and constantly being around people that said like hey it's it's like it's gonna be okay and it was never like explained to me like well why is that okay or like how is that gonna work or things like that so it was kind of like it kind of like put questions in my mind that it's like I probably wouldn't have had those if I would have been um, kind of explained that from like an outsider's perspective. So with those questions being asked, like how did you find the answers to them just in your prayer life? Yeah, I think like getting older and having new people come like into the church as a whole, I think like in youth and like through that, I started just kind of like asking them to the to those people or kind of like finally like feeling like okay it's okay for me to feel this way and things like that and I would have conversations with people and I remember like I remember hearing in a sermon like hey it's okay to like go out and like scream and like let your feelings out and like like be angry like it's okay to do that and I always like was like are you sure that's okay? Like, I don't know. Like, I was never taught, like, I could do that or, like, that's how you're supposed to pray or I always felt like there was, like, a format to it. And so um, kind of, like, in high school, I would say, high school and, like, probably the late middle school, I finally, like, with new people coming in and, like, explaining things differently, I finally felt like, oh, okay, like, that is how that's supposed to, like, be. So you think you had a greater impact from those, like, as peers or just – like new members of the church, like um, like when Pastor Chris came along. Yeah, I would probably like say like when Pastor Chris or like even Pastor Kelsey, like <laughs> people from um from like different walks of life or like people that like didn't just know me and think like oh, okay, like she like I'm just gonna assume she knows this already. It was people that like came into my life and was like, wait a minute, like 
is like do you really know this or like was able to have like kind of bare conversations with because I've never like like I didn't grow up with those people or they weren't always my pastor so it was kind of like in that new territory I was able to kind of have those questions like start from like a base so with people in the church growing up like you've been coming to eastern your whole life Mm -hmm. so i know there's a couple people that are in this church that pushed you and motivated you so you think that helped you a lot with your career now yeah just having that support line yeah i think in anything i was gonna do i knew that like hey there's people that are proud of me and support me and what i what i'm gonna do and I knew that there was always people like praying for me. Like I would come on a Sunday and they would be like, oh, so like, what are you planning to do? And I like was like, well, this is like kind of where I'm heading. And they would be like, OK, well, like we're praying for you. Or um, even after I accepted this like position as a children's pastor and I like told some of the people in the church, they like sent me cards saying like we're praying for you and like things like that. So it was like little notes of encouragement that like I knew these people had seen me from when I was little and like they've seen like how much I've grown and like they're invested in like what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've definitely seen like people like motivate me and support me and all that. Yeah. And would you agree? Like that's one of the main things a church is here for is like community and support. Yeah. I think as a church, you're supposed to, you know, rally around your people and be able to support them and, um, and just be able to motivate them in their lives. For someone who's not close to those like in their church like like me I've been coming to this church a couple years now so I have a few like close people I can go and have like support from like for somebody who doesn't have that what like what steps would you have them to do like what helped you gain like a better relationship with say like one of your best friends in the church yeah I would probably say like be intentional of like coming to small groups or coming to like a specific group for your age, like youth group or e-life, or if it's just like different small groups outside of like church on a Sunday, come to those. And then outside of that, be intentional to say like, hey, do you want to go grab a cup of coffee? Or like, can I come and talk to you in your office one day and just kind of like have a life conversation? I think many of my relationships, like they took their depth when I was willing to be open and have those intentional conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important that like, if you aren't willing to like set down roots somewhere with people, then you're not going to have any, like, like any reason not to like stay. Like if I could easily like not set roots in a place and I don't set my roots in a place, then I'm easily going to be like, okay, well this just happened. Like, so I don't have to go to church on Sunday or I don't have to do this because I'm not going to have anybody checking up on me. I'm not going to have anybody, um, like seeing, okay, well, why weren't you on there on Sunday? So if you're not setting your roots and connecting with the people, then there's not going to be any of that accountability or there's not going to be any like reason to hold you to church. All right, so now that we finished, like, the regular questions that I sent you, I really want to dive deeper into, like, so I know you grew up in the church, but me as, like, I just got saved when I was 19. So growing up, I wasn't around a lot of church people besides, like, my grandparents or my aunts. So things like that, like, I had a struggle of, like, even when I was in school, like, going to church was not cool. Right. So when you were in school, like, were your peers, like, did they affect your faith? Um, so 
like I was telling you earlier, I went to a Christian school, but of course, even going to a Christian school, that didn't mean like all my friends were going to church on Wednesday night or all my friends were going to church every Sunday. And so um, a lot of times like I would get that, oh, hey, like what are you doing tonight? And I'd be like, oh, well, I have church like on Wednesday nights. And they would be like, okay, can't you just miss it? And it was kind of like, well, like, no, like I have to, I have to go. One, like my parents would probably say like, um, no, you can't miss church. But another part was it was like, no, I've already like set this. I'm not going to like mess up my routine of not going. Because once you miss one, it's just so easy to kind of fall out of that rhythm. And so there was a lot of times where I'd be like, I really want to go do this thing. But I just know like that's not what like what's important. And so there would be a lot of times where I would have friends like question me and I'd be like, well, like I just can't do that. Or are you free on Wednesday night? No, I'm not. Like, and I would have to kind of like just set that tone. And I think a lot of my friends just knew like, okay, like Madison goes to church on Wednesdays and Sundays. And so I kind of like just set that like precedence of like they know. And so when they ask me, like they, they kind of already know my answer. Right. So like, with that saying, like, it seems like you had a good, like, strong faith and how you had it set up that you wouldn't miss. But were there times like you were like, man, I really wish I could go to this birthday party on a Sunday morning or like go to the beach or something. But you had church that evening. Like, were there times that you had anger going to church? Like, like, no, I really want to go do this other thing. Yeah, there. I mean, there was quite a few times that I was just like, either I didn't feel like going or like you said, like there was something that had come up that I was like, I would much rather be doing that than like going to church tonight. And so, yeah, um, yeah there was a lot of times that like that had come up and I was just kind of like, I would come into church and be like, I just don't feel like being here. And yet I think some of those like nights that I would do that, like I got more out of it or like there was also some of those nights that I would come in like not wanting to be here and I would leave like not wanting to be here either and so um it was kind of like a like a hard you know balance of like you know like if I don't want to be here like why am I even here right now but yet like I know I'm where I'm supposed to be right so going along with that um I know you were talking about like different things in your life like how they impacted you like people in the church and your parents so with your parents having a strong faith I can only imagine like that just pushed you more and more to just dive deep but there's some other people that like are pressured at a young age to like yeah you're going to church and this is this is your life and then they fall away from like the church when they get old enough to not go no more yeah so like what kept you here yeah um I think a lot of it like, yeah, my parents wanted me here every Sunday. My parents wanted me here every Wednesday. And so that was, like, really encouraging, like, growing up. And then once you reach, like, high school and you realize, like, oh, this isn't, like, how everybody else is. Mm. Or, like, no, my friends aren't going to church every week. Why do I have to? Um, It kind of, like, started to bring those, like, struggles of, like, yeah, no, I don't want to be here. And so um, being able to kind of, you know, grow like my faith a little bit in high school um and have people that like yeah they would reach out to me like if I wasn't here that kind of like encouraged me like okay then yeah like I want to I want to be where people you know are encouraging me and things like this and so that was one of the reasons like why I really wanted to like stay connected and I think it was just in general like I had grown up here like I wanted to be in this place like I I called this church my home like that was where I wanted to be um but yet there was also times where it was like no, I don't really want to do this. Or like you said, people have like gone away from that. And I think like when you become like 18 or 20, 
18, 19, 20, you feel like, oh, I'm an adult now. I can kind of do what I want. And so when like there'd be nights where it's like, oh, like you don't want to go to Wednesday night. Okay. You don't like my parents wouldn't pressure me as much. And it's like even then I was kind of like I would feel almost like my own conviction of like, well, I know I'm supposed to be there like I should be there. Um, And so you have people that like ran away from their faith. And like I was saying, when you're 18, 19, 20 and you kind of get that adult responsibility, like there were times where it was like, I, I don't want to be doing this. Like I kind of feel like, okay, I've done this my whole life. I kind of want to like, you know, have a, a, like a a wild time and like go out and do what everybody else is doing. Like, I don't want to be like constricted to the things of like, Hey, this is what a Christian is supposed to do. Why do I have like, why do I have to stick to that? Like, I want to go out and do my own thing. Yeah. And, um, I think there were like there was times that like yeah like I would go out with friends and it's like okay this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing and I would think like man like that conviction I guess it was just like so instilled to me like so young that I was like no like I just can't even like sit here like I would feel uncomfortable in like those times where I'd be sitting around with friends and I'm like yeah this just isn't like where I'm supposed to be yeah so with me like I I was saved when I was 19 so I had already like I didn't have a lot of strong faith friends or even friends that went to church so like for me my biggest struggle was like if i if i'm not having people outside to like understand what i'm going through like try and bring them in like when i first started coming here i would try to bring like a lot of people that i knew here right and if they didn't come like i would literally like go tell them everything that i knew and learned that night so it's like just getting hit with that denial like over and over again it kind of like tested my faith and like even still to this day like some days I just don't feel like coming and it's like I could go out and do what everybody else is doing because like that's that's how I grew up it's like you either do this or it's like you're weird like yeah so going to church even now it's just like a lot of my peers don't understand it and it's like it's kind of sad at the same time, because like we're here to like at the church, we're here to gain the knowledge to go save those outside. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's that should be like your number one thing is like helping your friends. Yeah. So. OK, so you were saying about you, you want to like God and like um, like we should be reaching to our friends and things like that. And I think like I had grown up with people in in church. And so even those friends, they had, you know gone and done their own thing and it's like we're still friends we still see each other we still hang out but it was almost like I think priorities shifted and so Mm -hmm. it is definitely like a struggle to go out and especially people like our age that are like in that 18 to like 25 age where it's like they have a lot of better like or in their mind better things to be doing on a Thursday night than coming to church and so it's a hard like place to be in to be able to like go out and like get them to come to church on a Thursday night um, especially when like there's so many like stereotypes around like oh well church is boring or yeah what it like oh I'm just gonna go and sit in a building for like an hour and a half why would I do that like when I could like go out and have fun like and so I think it was just kind of even having like real life conversations because I think also on the flip side of that we have a lot of friends that are dealing with anxiety and what like my purpose and things like this and it's like well, you're struggling with those things because, like, you're not finding your identity in Christ. And that it's, like, hard to make that, like, realization to them. But it's also, like, important to kind of support them and say, like, hey, I'm here for you. And you know I'm praying for you. And yet 
like I like you know I'm praying for you and so for them to kind of have that I think they will come back and like say like yeah like I know you're praying for me and that's like important for me right now like I might not want to hear it right now but it kind of just having it in the back of their mind they can begin to question and know like okay well like let me get back on track with like how I was feeling when I was like a like in relationship with God or the people that aren't in relationship with God like let me get back into like why am I feeling like something's missing or why are they so consistent in praying for me yeah so sometimes like my biggest thing is like sometimes I'll go out and hang around like the same people I was like with before I was saved and it's like I'll go there with a good intention of like all right this is what I'm going to talk about this is how I'm Mm going to like I'll have like a plan literally in my (laughs) head like all right so tomorrow's Thursday I'm trying to get them to come so this is what I'm going to say like I'll literally have it in my phone and like if a topic comes up I'll like oh yeah like da 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 this is what Pastor Kelsey's going to be talking about and like I'll try and hype it up and like do all these different things and it's like sometimes I feel like that's not the correct way to go about it is like hyping up to something that like trying to make it adapt to them right when instead of like just telling like yeah this is really what it is and you should really come because this is how it's going to benefit you so it's like my struggle is like how to get it to appeal in their eyes yeah i think a lot of times like just people are like curious like i'll be out with friends and like they'll be like oh like you're not going to order a drink and i'm like well no i'm not going to order a drink and there's many times where i'll just say like no, I'm not going to order a drink. And it's like, instead of saying that, I could go in a little bit further and be like, well, this is why I'm not ordering a drink or kind of like being being willing to kind of explain that. Because I think like we can be a little hesitant or like embarrassed, like, oh, my reason is because Jesus, you know? And so yeah. it's like being willing to like have that in-depth conversation or like, you know, have those real life talks of, of of why i'm doing this or why i act different from other people or why i go to church on a thursday night instead of just saying oh i have church on thursday like okay this is why i have like church on thursday like this is why i'm going and this is why i think it's important like i can't miss it right so i remember you were helping out a lot in the youth group and you were a youth leader so going through and doing things like that and helping those youth like do you think they helped you like, cause some of them didn't grow up in the church, so right. they had a different perspective on like life itself. So, do you think like you you grabbed some of like their struggles and ideas and like helped them out better, and like pushed you yourself? Like you learned from them as well as they learned from you. Yeah, I think there's a lot of times where we have a a group of people that like none of them have grown up in the church, and so having those conversations and like there'd be times I'd go home and I'd be like. As a 14-year-old, I would have never, like, thought like that, and yet here they are, like, thinking like this, and so there's a lot of times where it's, like, I felt like I could help them, but yet they were giving me a better understanding of, like, hey, no, this is, like, what 14-year-olds are thinking today, or this is what people who haven't grown up in church their whole life, this is, like, how, like, this is the first thing that they turn to because they never were taught anything differently, and so, like you were saying, yeah, they, I was able to learn from them as much as like I felt like I was able to kind of give them a perspective on things Mm -hmm. but then there was also times I would feel like okay they would be explaining something to me and I would just sit there and be like I just can't like 
because I can't grasp it and I can't understand it, I just like felt like at times like I was just inadequate to like be talking to them about it because no, I hadn't gone through that same struggle or no, like I didn't, you know, I have two great parents. I didn't, I never struggled with something like that or, you know, like my home life was so different from teens in our group that like I would kind of sometimes struggle with like how am I supposed to connect to these kids when my lifestyle is completely different or the my background is completely different from them and so at the same time it was also a struggle of mine like oh like am I even like adequate enough to like be talking to these Mm -hmm. kids so it's like going through that situation it especially like gave you the tools and knowledge to like go with your career now is like being a children's pastor so like the things that you did are like lead you Mm -hmm. to what you're going to do into the future so it's it's pretty neat like i only known you maybe two years or a year and a half or something like because i didn't know you as soon as i came so just seeing you from an outside perspective like grow already it's like just to see where you're gonna go is just crazy yeah thanks so I think that'll be the end of this podcast. And just want to give a thanks to Pastor Kelsey for sitting over here awkwardly. Yeah. Watching not, us. Not <laughs> helping me out because I struggle with <laughs> this podcast. And, um, yeah, we're both in the hot seat because it's pretty hot in here. <laughs> so we'll upload this and see you guys on Thursday. Bye, guys. <laughs>